to do um cisco good morning good morning thanks for tuning in good brother uh so i hope everybody yeah, i hope everybody had a good weekend unusual nathan phillips williams always tuned in thank you guys for tuning in early this morning with me well, not too early but thank you guys for tuning in as always so again like i was saying i hope everybody had a good weekend um i had a really good weekend got to hang out uh with some family yesterday and some friends yesterday. So I split yesterday. Uh, Friday, I took a day off of work, you know, just, to, just for myself to relax a little bit, sat around, basically did nothing, um, which was needed. Saturday, I hung out with the kid. And then, like I said, yesterday, Sunday, um, I split uh, with the family. And then after the family um, time, I went and hung out with the fellas and had a good time there. Saw some guys that I haven't seen um, in a while. And, uh, you know, it's always good to see them. Lowell Rich, good to see you this morning, Coach, on IG. Folks, you know where, as again, you know where I'm at. I shouldn't have to tell you this. Most of you know Facebook Sportswear Podcast LLC is the group page there. On Instagram, Sportswear CEO, at Sportswear CEO is the, is the page there. You can find me live right there as well. And you can also get me on heatmyhoneyradio.com if you tune in. So, folks, I'm going to have a couple of announcements during the show today. Um, so just stay tuned. You know, you, you might win something, you might not, or you'll probably, at worst, you'll find out how you can get the opportunity to win something. So, at worst. So just make sure you stay tuned um, to the show today, and then, you know, I'll give you all the details on all of that. Um, yeah, I'll give you all of that uh, a little bit later. So, here we go. You know what we do, folks. Uh, news and updates, scores, and then we got some topics, um, some selected topics from me. And, you know, sometimes, most of the time, we try to stay on tune online. But sometimes, you know, when, when my guys join in, um, we get a little sidetracked, if you will. But it's always great dialogue. So, if we go a little left, 
no worries just just ride it out because we always bring it back but again like i said even when we do go left like we do sometimes there's always good dialogue good content so tnt's kenny smith questions espn strategy amid nba layoffs and hires i'm gonna talk a little bit about that um later on um in the show that is actually one of my topics um that i had picked that i wanted to discuss i wanted to go through that article talk a little bit about that and you know we've been adding little pieces in about um the espn stuff for a long time when we first started hearing things about it and then most recently with these layoffs and some of these layoffs that they had were major layoffs so we're going to talk a little bit about that um and get tell you i'm going to tell you and my thoughts and some of the from the article or what kenny smith um felt about that my my fault mel good morning good morning mel what's going on good brother um Devontae at or is it Devontae adams leaves the raiders practice early after an apparent leg injury espn shuts down their pac-12 talks after a massive counter offer so with that there too this just adds more to the i guess you could say confusion um of what is actually going on over at espn Cooper Flagg, who was considered to be the number one draft uh, pick soon, is has reclassified to the class of 2024. Again, um, yeah, Mel, I'm gonna get to some preseason. I know, I know. Um, this this Cooper Flagg, um, I've seen some tape on him. Seems to be pretty good. Um, some of the cl- clips that I've seen also have some uh, pros. Um, i.e. Chris Paul at one point saying he does what he does every game. You know, it's not like a fluke or anything. He just does it tonight and whatever, but he does it every game. Mark Brown, thanks for tuning in on Mark A. Brown, I'm sorry, on Facebook as well. So he reclassifies. And, like, this is just me and my thoughts uh, about this reclassification thing. I, I just feel like, for me, it is a waste. Good morning, Nathan. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, I don't really like the reclassification. Like, perfect example here. Um, like I just mentioned to you, Cooper Flag. I've, like I said, I've seen some of his stuff. Um, really good. You know, like I said, he's even been getting stamped by some pros. Like I said, I.e. Chris Paul. I've seen Chris Paul in a video and they, you know, captioned it. Um, you know, and said what he said, and he said, yeah, he does this. T- I don't know what you're talking about, but he says he does this every game. You know, it's not a joke. It's every night, okay? So, good. I give you that. And if you're doing that now, right, why do you need to reclassify and do it all over again just to get uh, a high? You were already, like, considered the number one pick, so there's, like, nothing higher than number one pick. Uh, maybe a little bit more money depending on where you go or whatever. But now when you do come out, in my opinion, your stats are going to, to me, just look a little bit overblown because you're going to be at an advantage. And like I said, you've done what you did or what you're doing now, which is great. So why do you have to come back and do it again? It's, like I said, it it makes me feel like you are now at an advantage or you have an advantage over some of the other guys um, that might be trying to, you might even overshadow some guys who would have had that opportunity to shine had you not reclassified. So, you know, those are just my thoughts on that. 
Um, a disgruntled Harden calls Daryl Morey a liar. I'm going to talk a little bit about that. Um, this this situation right now with this Harden thing, uh, within the last day or two, has turned into something. Um, and, and this could, I'm not going to say it could be, but everything that we've seen in the media in the last couple, couple days um, gives me an eerie feeling that it, it could become something that we don't want. Uh, you know, now you've got Harden calling Maury a liar and all of these other things. So it's a lot. Um, let's see, James Harden has the nerve to call Maury a liar. When James, let's see, James is the, wow. Let's go back here. I got to catch all of this. James is the biggest fraud of them all, even more LaFlock games, um, even more than LaFlock games. I respect what he has done in his playing career, and I give him credit where credit is due, but it has not produced a championship anywhere he has gone. He will never be the assassin he was in Houston, where he averaged darn near 40 a game. Um, he messed up the chemistry in Brooklyn and here in Philadelphia. His style of play is not what today's game is about. Uh, it's more up, upbeat and fast-paced, and that is why Tyrese Massey gives us that, gives it the point guard. Daryl Morey needs to get what he can get for James and move him from this dude. Yeah, I'm not excusing my friend. I'm not excusing Daryl. I'm not excusing you either, my friend. Um, the way you are going, you are going to make him be very unhappy. Uh, especially if he wants to go to a team. Uh, like Golden State or a really good team out west who, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. let's see, do better, Daryl, or you will lose fans and revenue so fast that you will win your heads back. All right. So that was a lot uh, from Nate. And thanks for that comment, Nate. That was a lot. Um, some of the things in there, uh, what you said, um, are not all the things that I, I don't agree with everything. Um, I do agree Partially and somewhat with the fact that where you say um, Maury should just go ahead and get rid of him. Uh, but you also have to take into consideration the business side of, of all of this, um, if you will. And when I say that and I talk about the business side of all of this, what I actually mean um, is the fact that he is under contract and he opted into his contract. So he is our player. He basically um, is basically what it boils down to. Um, and the other thing that it boils down to is as far as business-wise and contractually, the Sixers do not have to trade him, okay? Um, Daryl Morey has already put out there that regardless of our friendship, our nature, we're doing business first. And I'm not going to take just whatever somebody wants to give me for this guy. I know his value. And again, he opted in because he thought the value of what he was was a little bit higher. The market for him was a little bit higher, and, and there was really no market for him uh, out there. Um, the Clippers and the Sixers had conversations. They were The Clippers allegedly were intrigued, but the Sixers, again, and Daryl Morey, again, a lot of teams said their price was too high. But you have to start high as far as that type of player in the NBA. You, you have to start high. Um, and it's a lot of moving parts that have that play into this. Um, so again, like I said, the market for him was not what he thought it was. Um, 
Daryl Morey is not going to just give him away. You know, like he's been stating, he wants either that same level caliber player back, something close to that, or draft picks that we can turn into that type of player. That's what he wants. And I'm not mad at him for wanting that, Um, you know, because, and you think about it, James Harden did still have a good season. He had a really good season. You know, it, it folded, or they folded when we least expected them to fold, but overall pretty good season uh so he opts in and you know initially he wanted the two 200 million you know and I, I guess he was basing that on what he did last year when he said i'm gonna opt out get what you need to get give me what's left okay they did that and you still ended up with 35 and 36 mil for the two years okay in my opinion, although I did just say that you had a really good season, and I still stand by that, he had a really good season. Even with that, I do not feel and do not believe that you are worth the two hundred million four year max right now. I don't believe that, and hence why you didn't get it. So then you tried to stall us out, test the market. Okay, market wasn't there. I get it. You might want to go back home. L.A. is the West Coast is where you're from. You want to go back home. No problem. No issues with that. And you come in and you want, you opt in and then you request a trade. So here we are now uh, with this James Harden thing. And, you know, like I said before, we kind of get off. You know, I had some news and updates. But it was only a couple more points. It's not really important pieces of that anyway. But, you know, we're here. And, And... one of the things that bothers me about this whole situation, again, like I said a little ways back, it feels like it's going to be something that we don't want. Um, we'll have to see how it plays out and what happens, but it, it looks like we are heading into another off-season training camp with some situations going on that we don't want to be going on. And it's going to be up to management and coaching staff to keep everyone else focused and move into progressing where we need to get to start our season with or without James Harden, whatever that case may be. And, you know, the Sixers have also stressed that they would like it for him to be there. Uh, Nick Nurse would like for him to be there. And, you know, we have to wait and see. If it happens, happens. But again, I just have a feeling that we're going to be have a situation that we really don't want to have. Jay Blake, my guy, always tuned in um, on IG. Thank you, good brother, for tuning in. Uh, new news and updates was there. Uh, some scores for you. Um, we had some Major League Baseball yesterday. We are getting down to the stretch, coming down to the stretch in this baseball season. So we are um, going to get to that. Uh, so here we go. Tigers and the Red Sox. The Red Sox take that game 6-3. In a close one, the Nationals outlast the A's 8-7. The Phils at the park get blanked by the Twins 3-zip. The Reds uh, fall to the Pirates 4-2. The Blue Jays beat up on the Cubs 11-4. The Guardians get by the Rays 9-2. The Yankees fall to the Marlins in Florida 8-7. The Angels get by the Astros 2-1. The Brewers get by the White Sox 7-3. The 
Rangers fall to the Giants 3-2. Orioles get by the Mariners 5-3. Dodgers take this game at home over the Rockies 8-3. And another close one, excuse me, in Arizona, the Diamondbacks 5, Brad Padres 4. Mets 7, Braves 6. In the second game, I guess of a doubleheader yesterday, the Reds and the Pirates in 10 inning. The Reds come back and take that one 6-5. In the WNBA yesterday, the Sky and the Mystics. The Mystics take that game 83-76. Mercury and the Storm. The Storm go up by 10. Take that 81-71. Liberty beat up on the Fever a little bit, 100-89. And the Dream fall to the Aces, 86-65. NFL preseason yesterday, the Chiefs and the Saints. In a close one, the Saints get by the Chiefs 26-24. And the Raiders, you hear this, Mel? Raiders, and you said it, it's only preseason, but the Raiders beat up on the 49ers 34-7. That is your scores and your updates. I will give you schedules at the closeout for Major League Baseball today and some stuff upcoming this week. Now, moving Along, I'm definitely going to get to talk about the Eagles' first preseason game of the um, of the year. <clears throat> While I'm also here, um, just to backtrack a little bit, some NBA Hall of Fame inductees. Uh, they are Paul Gasol, Gene Cady, Gene Best, Julian Brzezinski, Dwayne Wade, David Hickson, Gary Blair, Tony Parker, and Dirk Nowitzki. Also, folks, I got a leak for you. If you didn't see it, and I'm going to probably post it a little bit later, got a leak, NBA Christmas games. Got a leak, NBA Christmas games. Good morning, boss lady. Good morning, good morning, good morning, Mo. Boss lady is in the building, tuned in as always. NBA Christmas Day leaks. Let me give it to you real quick. Bucks, Knicks, Sixers, Heat, Celtics, Lakers, Mavs, Suns, Warriors, Nuggets. That is the leak for the NBA Christmas games. And like I said, I will definitely uh, post that stuff, post that later on probably for you. So don't fret. You'll, you'll be in tune with what's going on there. Now, I started before I gave you the scores, and I started with, with the James Harden situation. And, and I'm going to stay there. I'm going to go back there and stay there for a little bit because it's right at the top of my head and you know it's something that was brought up and like I said um, Nathan gave me a long long comment um, not that long ago and we went through some of that and I talked about some of the points that he made in that so as we have seen within like the last 24-48 hours the Sixers announced that they have ended all trade talks with James Harden and expected him to be in training camp. That was the first announcement. Shortly after, shortly after, you get the statement allegedly from James Harden says he has no intentions on coming to camp. Now, mind you, there was a little while back where he did say when there was still alleged trade talks that he would come to camp. Right? And then that kind of blew over. And then now, you know, the Sixers say, oh, we've ended talks. Because they didn't get what they wanted. So, okay, it's getting closer to training camp. It's time to focus on business, the task at hand. So they decided to announce that they have ended trade talks. Okay, that's what you do. That's what you say. All right, fine. Like I said, then shortly after that, 
Mr. Harden puts out that he now has no intention on coming to training camp. Okay, so now we basically, for debatable reasons, can say that we have a stalemate, a standoff, somewhat, if you will. Listen, the way I feel, and like I just mentioned to you a little while ago, like I said, I feel like we're heading to being ha- headed to having to deal with the situation that we don't want. Okay, that's the way I'm going to word it for now. Deep down inside, more truthfully though, if you're not going to come, then just don't come. Like, don't don't give us all the hoopla and, and all the media and, and the social media, you know, the chatter. Like, we're all supposed to be adults, and we understand that this is supposed to be a business. Um, you even, and I'm speaking of James Harden now, um, you even said at one point that you understand that this is a business and yada, yada, yada. Well, be a man and handle it like a business. Um, you Most recently, now you call Daryl Morey a liar. And I understand that some things may have happened that we will, we will probably never know the true essence of from the outside looking in that has fractured that relationship. It's been reports out. It's also been reports out that that relationship could possibly be unfixable. Totally understandable. It happens. Okay? It's a business, a big business. Friends, things happen. Okay? But I don't know what happened. Well, Rennie Mitchell, what's going on, Cuzzo? Thanks to see you tuned in. I don't know um, what brought you to the point where you got to the point and now you say that he's a liar. Um, I'm going to go through an article where I saw that. And again, I'm, now that I'm thinking about it, remember, trying to remember, I don't actually think it really gave a point. Um, on why he stated that or what was his reasoning for that. But um, we'll get to that in a second. So it's, again, for me, deep down inside, truthfully, I, I'm at the point now where it's like, listen, if if you're not going to come, you know, don't don't give us the 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 drama, the runaround, the prima donna nonsense. I mean, if you're not going to come, excuse me, then just say you're not coming and then just don't come. Okay? And, and, and let it be what it be. So so that the Sixers as an organization can move on and look to put in work for the upcoming season. And the fan base can have some hope and look at what we actually have going into the season and focus on that. Because the back and forth, the, the extra activity, the extracurricular activity, if you will, it's only going to cause a problem. Like I said, it. it I'm not going to say it all, but like I said, I'm just going to keep saying it this way. It, 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 the situation that we don't want, we don't want it. It's just that simple. And for me to say it's that simple, again, at that level with the business and all the things that they have going on, like it, it may not be as easy for them to say it as easy as I'm saying it. But I'm sure they're probably thinking it. But they have to find different ways to do things. And I can just say, look, don't come. Don't show up. I, I care less. I'll move on with what I got. That's easy for me to say sitting here. But totally different, you know, at, for those guys in that front office, Daryl Morey and all those guys, whatever. So getting to it, okay. Um, like I said, the other articles I had were that they, um, 
you know, just the basic stuff that they uh, had ended the drain, the James Harden talk. You know, and right before that, you know, it got to the point where they were in striking distance. But again, with the Clippers thing, right? The Clippers actually said, like, they were interested, they were intrigued, but they didn't want to give up any of their young talent. Um, and one of the, let's see, where is it, where is it? One of the mock trades, one of the most recent mock trades, and here it is, the Clippers and the Sixers. And this is like the last one I saw. Uh, the Clippers would get Harden, Tucker, and Montrezl Sorrell, who is hurt and probably out for the season, okay? The Sixers would in return get Robert Covington, Marcus Mars, Nick Batum, Terrence Mann, a 23 Clippers first round pick, top three protected. And a 2030 Clippers first round pick, top three protected. Like, I get it. I understand the players involved. But what gets me and what, what does not sit well with me is the top three protected on the picks. The top three protection on the picks is not something that really sits well um, with me. So, um... Just recently, um, again, James Harden, he says, um, you know, he's in China doing his Adidas thing, whatever, offseason, whatever. You know, it says two days after the Sixers reported um, ending trade talks with Unhappy Star, the 10-time All-Star guard ripped 76ers President Daryl Morey. And it says, I quote, Daryl Morey is a liar, and I will never be a part of an organization that he's a part of. End quote. Okay. He also goes on to say, quote, let me say that again. Daryl Morey is a liar, and I will never be a part of an organization that he's part of. Okay. Um, again, like I said, it doesn't really give us why he says he's a liar. And, again, that's something that we arguably probably arguably could never, ever know the exact details. Um uh, you know, uh, in this article, it says that, you know, he's upset or he's unhappy about the lack of a long-term max contract. It's like, like I said, man, you, you, although again, I say you had a really good season, but the way the season ended, the way you ended your season, it's not feasible right now. To give you that type of contract um, in the middle of a new collective bar, in the beginning of a new CBA. And also, the Sixers are still cleaning up stuff from the process, from the beginning of the process all the way up until now. They're still cleaning stuff up. I mean, they're finally in the last year of the outrageous contract that Tobias Harris got way back when. Didn't have any draft picks. They traded away draft picks in the James Harden trade. So, for you now, like I said, I would love, love to catch somebody or find somebody that I know that, that could give me some more light on how the situation came up about him being, him accusing Daryl Morey as, of, of being a liar. Because I want to know. Um, and like I said, I, I understand the reports that were out. Um, not that long ago that the relationship was fractured again and, it's, and it and arguably could not be fixed but now 
when we haven't heard much, all of a sudden we hear that trade talks have ended, and then a couple days later you turn around and you call the man a liar. Like, I kind of need some substance. I kind of need to know why you're calling this man a liar now all of a sudden. And I'm just giving you how this looks on on the surface. You know, I really would love to know why the sudden change of you now calling this man a liar. Um, the other issues um, I see with it, like I said, is you don't want to be here, then don't be here. You know, you have that right. You have that option. But you did sign a contract. So, some things will probably happen that you might not like dealing with that contract. And again, these are some of the same issues that I said on the business side um, as far as, far as the organization um, with the Ben Simmons situation as well. You're under contract. It's a, it's a legal binding contract. You know, so the Sixers have ways and things that they can do um, because you're under contract if you decide to not show up to work. It's just the nature of business, not just that business. It's the nature of business, period. You don't come to work, you don't get paid, just like I said before. Uh, but, you know, it's one of those things where, like I said, I'm past the the babiness, the whining, and all of this other kind of nonsense, this drawn-out process. Listen, dude, come and play. You know, um, maybe they can still work out a trade sometime during the season or something like that like you've been getting traded you know but like it 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 doesn't sit well for me for you to quit like you quit in the playoffs and now it's coming off like you're quitting again you know i i have when we talked about the ben simmons thing and then we it trickled down to some other players um, and we mentioned the John Wall situation. You know, I said I had a lot of respect for John Wall because of the way he handled his situation. He asked for a trade. It was not like a request. He asked for a trade, to, you know, to be moved to a better situation. Okay? He's later in his career. He wanted to have a better chance um, of winning. Okay? So he asked for a trade. And he also said that he would come to work. He just wasn't going to play. But what he did was he came to work. And he came to games and he sat on the bench in street clothes. Very professional. Very adult, if you will. You know, like I said, he came, he requested a trade. Said he wasn't going to play, but he came to work. And he said he was going to come to work and he came to work. So now, like, you get back to the James Harden situation. So now you request a trade. Let's run this down. And, it, and the logic and some of this thought process is really what gets to me sometimes. Um, so you say we at the point where now where we are. You say now you have this. You requested the trade, right? Yeah, okay, whatever. They couldn't get a trade done, so they said they've ended talks. All right, fine. Now you say you don't want to come to training camp. You're not going to be part of an organization that Daryl Morey has anything to do with. Okay, fine and well. That's your prerogative. But now... You saw that the trade market, the value for you was not great or where you thought it should be early in the offseason. 
So now you decide that you're not going to play. What do you think that's going to do? Like, I just feel like if you requested a trade and things didn't go the way you wanted them to go, then you come and you show out. So teams and know, look, this is what you're going to get if you trade for me. I'm willing to come to L.A. and, and get it in for you. Stan Laws, thanks for tuning in, good brother. Blessings to you um, this morning, this Monday morning. You know, that that's just my thought process in my opinion. Like, if, I, if I'm in that situation and I get there and I'm like, look, I don't want to be here no more, you know, I want to be traded. You know, can y'all, can we facilitate something to try and get me moved? But me, my psyche, my mentality, I'm coming, coming to work. And, and I'm going to show y'all two things. I'm going to show y'all uh, the trade of what you could have had if we had worked things out that you probably won't have. And then I'm showing the teams that might have interest what I can do and what they'll get. And hopefully I'll get more teams in, involved and interested as they see what I'm doing. But that's just me. Okay. So, again, for you to say you're not coming to camp, I don't think that helps you in your trade request and any traction in a trade. You're not coming to camp. I don't think that helps any. But who am I? Oh, I'm Sports Rap CEO, the podcaster for Philly, and you know, with my own opinions. But, you know, it, it's real, like I said, it, it's real crazy. Like, you know, I, I don't get how. That could very well be, you know, that could very well be um, the case, Dan, you know, going back to what they dealt when they did the first deal with the two-year thing. It could have been a very well, you know, it could have been a very well done side deal or something like that, you know, and he probably didn't honor it, you know, because for whatever reasons, you know, again, that could be the case. And if that is the case, and again, like I say, we'll never know the true reasons behind it if that is the case, you know. But like I said, I get it, you know. I understand where you are and I understand how situations happen and you know like I said I understand it's business and things happen in business businesses go bad I understand friendship friendships sometimes go awry um but this is looking like like a bad breakup um and I feel like it could get messy because just appearances and the way things are looking to me right now you've got one side that's like we're saying now, disgruntled, a little upset. And then there's the other side that's looking and appearing like it's more of a nonchalant, laid-back type of activity on that side. So it's going to cause some frictions. It's going to cause some problems. It's going to cause some issues. But it is where it is what it is, and this is where we are. So, you know, a lot of us may not like it, but it's something that we're going to have to hear about talk about possibly from now all the way through training camp possibly partially most of the season if nothing changes or if anything changes in the one way or another so you know I, I will always as always keep you guys posted up to date and definitely 
tell you what's going on, and, you know, as I do. As I get the news, I always report to you. But I always take my time and go through things and read things out before I give you stuff. So we'll definitely do that. Um, since we're still talking NBA, you know I brought to you last week and a couple weeks ago, um, uh, let's see, Stan says he's probably calling Maury a liar for a reason, but do you think this affects a superstar wanting to come to Philly? It might. Um... You know, um, him saying it out loud, and I like I said, I get that. You know, it, it's got to be something there that we'll probably never know the true reason. But you gave up two good reasons, Stan, that, that could possibly um, be in there. And, well, yeah, the part what you said about the side deal part, and then you say he's calling him a liar for a reason. Yeah, I, I understand and I get that, and I, I kind of felt that way a little bit too. But, you know, it was just, for me, it was just like, wow, now you're, now this is coming out. It's like if you felt this way, it should have, it was there prior to you bringing it out. It's just all I'm basically saying. But again, um, uh, um, let's see. Do you think it affects? Yeah, I think. I can't say definitely, but I think it will play a part in it. Um, also, I think it will play a part in it because people will want to know why. So it's like that door is open. And people are walking through, but it's like they just walking through it and there's nothing going on, nothing being told, nothing being said. It's just the door open and you just looking in that room and you looking straight in that room and there's nothing. And, you know, so, yeah, I think like I think it could have an effect um, on that. Like I said, because with him being, with him saying that, like you said, it, it could be a definite reason why. And I think people would want to know why before. And so, yeah, I think it could have an effect on um, a superstar coming to Philly. So, again, like I, like I started to go into, we were talking about um, the ESPN layoffs and stuff like that. And the most recent story that I that I brought to you about the ESPN layoffs was the fact that um, the their jump, their show, The Jump, had laid off a lot of people. Um, and then it got to the point where they laid off Mark Jackson and Van Gundy to bring in Doris Burke and Doc Rivers. Uh, let's see. Nate says, do you think it has something to do with James giving up that money last year with nothing to show for it? Listen, good question, Nate. Um, I said that, you know, and Stan brought that up too. Like he said, it could have been a deal in, in place. And I could see how that could come about, what you just said, where it's like, okay, we might have had a side deal, but – Bro, dude, you ain't live up to it like we we thought you would live up to it, or like we felt you lived up to it. Or it could have been something in there that, again, wasn't lived up to on somebody's part. Either way, I'm not saying who, I'm not excusing either either side. I'm not excusing either side, okay? Um, but something was done. Something had something was had in that relationship. Well, whether it was both sides, one side, whatever, something happened. Okay, um, so yeah, I could see how that could be a possibility where it could be like, "Yo, dude, we talked about this, and then you went and did that. We can't, we can't honor that. You know, we got to talk about that. You know, so it's possible. 
But um, yeah. So the ESPN stuff. They laid off um, Mark Jackson and Jeff Van Gundy to bring in Doc Rivers and Doris Burke to do games with Mike Breen. I feel like Mark Jackson, Jeff Van Gundy, and Mark Mike Breen were a good team, a good trio. They had everything. It was enjoyable to watch, to listen to them while watching games. You had Mark Jackson with the classic phrases, the catchphrases, also the player basketball knowledge. You had, and a little bit of coach in him, you had Van Gundy, the longevity as a coach and that coaching knowledge. And then you had the guy, you had Mike Green, who's the color guy, you know. But that team was actually pretty good. So you switch that up and you bring in Doris Burke and, and Doc Rivers. You don't give me that same excitement. I feel like you lose a little bit. Like, and don't get don't get me wrong. No disrespect to their basketball knowledge. Um, and I'm speaking in regards of Doris Burke and Doc Rivers. No, no disrespect to their basketball knowledge, but it's not the same as hearing hand down, man down. Mama, there goes that man. And all of that plays into the game. And you love those catchphrases. You hear those catchphrases. But Mark Jackson uses those catchphrases in his analyzing of the game when he breaks stuff down and he tells you stuff. And you understand it a little bit better than what you Doc Rivers, the raspy voice, doesn't really excite me. Um... Doris Burke, very knowledgeable. She makes valiant, valiant attempts to have to bring in some catchphrases or try to create some catchphrases, but it's just not the same. It just doesn't work the same um, for her. Um, so Kenny Smith in all of this, he says, and I quote, I'm not really sure how how they're how they're doing it. Just referring to ESPN. He says, I'm not really versed on why they're doing all their cuts and how it is it budgetary. Because certain guys are getting let go, and then you hire someone else for more money. I have no idea why they're doing it, but stability is what brings success. End quote. All right, so, in reference, and then there, I brought to you um, Benny. Benny, good morning. Good morning on IG. Thanks for tuning in, good brother. Um, I bent uh, to you last week, I mentioned to you. Um, about another former ESPN analyst who mentioned that ESPN basically couldn't hold a light to the TNT show. And and Kenny kind of alluded to that a little bit in that article there too as well. And again, like I said, what you have at TNT is you have the stability, like Kenny Smith just mentioned. Like I said, he mentioned. You have the longevity. And one of the other things I mentioned is that you have... Ernie Johnson, okay, the spearhead, the head guy, whatever. Pretty good basketball knowledge. And, of course, you know, like I told you all about all these mainstream TV shows, they have some guys that work for them or people that work for them to get them stuff right. Well, we, we besides that point. On the face value and what we see from TNT on a daily basis, um, you see the continuity. You see 
the joking. You see the levity um, in those guys, the camaraderie in those guys. And, and a lot of their, like I mentioned last week, a lot of their banter is expected, but it's free willing. And I mean that when I say that, I mean it, it just flows with them. Um, when those guys pick on each other, it's always in the moment. It's entertaining. And they give you basketball, and then they also give you entertainment. But And they're consistent with it. It's not like, okay, tonight we're going to pick on Chuck, and then we're just going to leave it alone for the rest of the week. It might be Chuck's night again one day this week. But if not, then we're going to pick on Shaq, and we're going to do this, and we're going to do that. But it's always incorporated into the makeup of the basketball stuff that they give you. So, again, the continuity, the stability. Those guys have been together for so long. Their knowledge and their cohesion was very well thought out, very well planned. And there you have what you have as a good show, a really good NBA show. Uh, let's see, Nathan Phillips Williams says, you are right, ESPN can't hold the candle to TNT. The NFL Network is slowly catching up as well. ESPN is scared. Listen, ESPN has been having issues for a long time. There. And like I said, we talked about it when they first started maybe a year or two ago. Uh, and then, like I said, this year most recently, it really hit when they had these layoffs. Like I said, they had they laid off one of the guys who was like considered football for ESPN. It was like, if you thought ESPN football... His name was right there at the top of the list. He's the name you first thought about. Um, and then, again, like I said, just recently, Mark Jackson, Jeff Van Gundy. Like, these are guys that you lay off. You keep Stephen A. Smith. You bring Malika Andrews in. You, you change that show. And you get rid of Jalen Rose. You know, that they're, they're reaching. Um... NFL Network definitely is better. You know, it's one focused NFL, but it is better. Like, you watch those NFL shows, those guys have life. Those guys have been together. They've been able to stay together and do things. Like I said, they have banter that comes with the show that gets incorporated into the football stuff. And it's na it's more natural when you watch those other ones than when, when you watch the ESPN stuff. It's just, it just is for me. So, you know, uh, um, <laughs> we'll stay in tune with what happens at ESPN and what continues to happen at ESPN and just keep watching the other stuff that we like, you know. I mean, you're still going to have some people that are going to like ESPN. But, again, it's come a long way from what it used to be. Like I mentioned last week, before we had all of these other entities, it used to be, and we had a few, but it used to be a time where, Wherever you saw something, you saw a CBS, whatever, whatever, you always reverted back to ESPN to get it and get your confirmation. Can't do that so much now. Things have changed drastically. So, again, we'll see what happens. We'll see how other things go down um, at ESPN. Phillies. Take a loss. Um, they got couple losses this weekend to the twins um lost yesterday still 
first place in the wild card in the National League. Um, they sit now 64 and 54 uh, ahead of the Giants and the Marlins. Um, the biggest thing is all three teams in the wild card did not have good weekends. So, you know, they're kind of staying pace there. Hopefully, um, we will see some stuff from the Phillies. You know, this is kind of, again, like I said, this is kind of reminding me um, of last year. And, you know, they always say, all you have to do is get in. And when you get in, you can do some things. You can make some noise. Hopefully, they can make another run. Hopefully, they can give us another ride um, and ride us into football season. So, football season is upon us, preseason. And I know some people are probably going to be like, oh, it's just preseason. I'm not really interested in yada, 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 whatever, whatever. Okay, but we know this town and we know our folks. We had Eagles football on Saturday, Eagles and Ravens. Um, Eagles fall 2019 in that game. But there are some good things to take from that game, if you will. The Jalen Carter snap. First snap is an eagle. Very dominant move right at the quarterback. Bang. If anything that we saw on that play is what we are going to see from him throughout the season, pretty good shape. The cornerback, I forget who it was, they got the pick six late in that game. Moore, the youth that has been brought in, the talented youth that has been brought in. And it's great because they can get tutelage from coaching staff and from some really, really good Okay, um, saw some great signs of what we knew we were getting in DeAndre Swift. Didn't see uh, Jalen, you know, um, A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, some of the big, big guys, stars that we thought we would have seen maybe for a series or so. But again, the if you think about it, um, the Eagles have some tough practices coming up, and that's where they're going to earn their money. That's where those starters are going to get their cohesion and get their timing and everything, getting ready for the season. In the two preseason games, you're not really seeing it um, because they may arguably not be playing against the other team's full complement of starters and yada, 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 things of that nature. But you also have to remember last year, uh, Nick Sirianni, head coach of the Eagles, did something very similar where he held his guys out um, of preseason games and had them work in practice. And the Eagles turned out, went 14-3, went to the Super Bowl. Apparently, he knows something. He has something going on, and, and and he's doing it again this year. So hopefully we'll get something similar, um, if not very, very close, or not very, not the same result, something very, very close to the results we got last year. I am really, really looking forward to the Eagles season. Um, just one sad note, um, linebacker Sean Bradley has been ruled out for the season within the torn Achilles. So it's unfortunate. But again, like I, and we sort of just – Recently, we have a replacement for that. They just have to get quickly acclimated, um, Miles Jack and Zach Cunningham. So we have some replacements there. Um, again, there's still a little bit of uncertainty at that linebacker position. But the names, you know, the names, and we know what we can get out of those names if they can come and perform and get acclimated to where we need them to get acclimated to. So that's that. Folks. Thank you all for tuning in this morning. You know, um, I appreciate the support as always. I definitely support the comment. Pre appreciate the comments and the dialogue that you all share with me. August 29th, Keswick Theater. You know what it is, Eddie Griffin, one night only. I posted it earlier. I shared it. Heat 100 Radio has tickets, but you got to tune in. 
you know where to tune in. You see me all week, every time on social media. Uh, Sportswrap Podcast LLC is the group page on Facebook. Instagram, at Sportswrap CEO. You know what to do. Listen on Monday, 11 a.m. at Heat100Radio.com. Tune in so you can find out how you can get your chance to win tickets to that. August 29th, Keswick Theater. Eddie Griffin, one night only. Also, folks, it is August 14th. This Thursday is August 17th. Opening up the Dell, CC Winings and Friends. We gave away tickets last week. You saw I posted. We've got, I think, two more tickets. Excuse me. We've got, I think, two more tickets that we could possibly give away. So what I think I'm going to do is I'm going to talk to the boss lady a little bit later. And we're going to figure out something and figure out how we can give away these tickets. So, you know what to do. Stay tuned at Sports Rap CEO on Instagram and TikTok. Uh, Facebook, Sports Rap Podcast LLC is the group page there. Also, folks, I'm wearing the shirt today. You see it. I don't know if you can see it on Facebook, but there it is. Sports Rap TV, you see it. Sports as we see it. YouTube page. Get over there. Like I said, it's like the shirt says, subscribe to that page. I need you all to get over there and support that page like you support every other part, facet of my social media. You need that page to grow. Also, webpage. Um, Mel, my guy, all the way down from North Carolina. Thanks for tuning in real quick, bro. Uh, what about, where was I? Oh, webpage, Radio. Dot com again youtube sports rap tv make sure you get over to youtube subscribe to that page like the videos that are your favorites with the thumbs up on them and then hit that bell so you will know when you can see new content auntie joe charles sister thanks for tuning in on facebook thanks to everybody on facebook and instagram um that tuned in uh, I appreciate all the support Like I said always um, I thank everyone for tuning in today It's a little short today um, But I got covered Everything that I wanted to get covered today And listen We are getting ready for football season folks So in the next couple weeks We're going to be getting started Like I said it's already August the 14th We got a couple weeks of preseason, got two more preseason games. Like I said, the Eagles play this Thursday. We got some other games coming up, but then we got the start of the season. And, you know, then we'll have enough football to talk every week, and that's going to run us right into September, starting the football season, running us right into basketball season. And I'm sure we will have a lot to talk about with both of those seasons, football season coming up, the NBA season coming up for the Sixers and the Eagles. And we're going to have some, I'm feeling it, we're going to have some playoff Phillies talk. So, folks, again, as always, each and every Monday right here, Heat100Radio.com, get out and enjoy yourself today. Um, it's going to be a hot one, so be careful out there. Make sure you stay hydrated. I think it's on 90 degrees, but nonetheless, it's Monday. Start your work week off. Start your week off well. Get out and enjoy some of that sunshine. Major League Baseball tonight, Astros, Marlins, Pirates, Mets, Yankees, Braves, A's, Cardinals, Angels, Rangers, Mariners, Royals, Diamondbacks, Rockies, Orioles, Padres, Rays, and Giants. WNBA Tuesday, Liberty and the Aces. Also this week coming up, 
Thursday, NFL preseason football continues. Thursday, the Eagles and the Browns after some joint practices this week. And then Friday, Panthers, Giants, Bengals, Falcons. Folks, thank you all for tuning in as always. Everybody on Facebook, everybody on Instagram, I appreciate you as always. Folks, thank you all for tuning in. See you all next week and always all week on social, on social media and right back here Monday, 11 a.m. Peace.